Kelly Farrell is currently the head coach at Arkansas Little Rock. A graduate of Loyola, Maryland, Kelly has worked her way up through the coaching ranks that included stops at Monmouth, Georgia Southern, UAB, and the University of Nebraska at Omaha. Enjoy the show. Okay, Kelly, thank you so much for joining me in your first day, first day in the office as brand new head coach. So again, I, I appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So Kelly, the way I normally like to start out with a podcast is just to hear about kind of your start into coaching and you can dive into your playing career. So you had a very successful college playing career at Loyola. And then what were your thoughts kind of senior year? Did you know coaching was always going to be for you? Yeah. Um, so like you said, I, I went to Loyola. Um, I played there for five years. Um, I really had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. All I knew was that I loved soccer. And my assistant coach at the time, who's become one of my really good friends, sort of suggested to me that maybe I look into coaching as a career path. So hmm. I was lucky enough um, during that fifth year to be on staff at Loyola and kind of get my feet wet a little bit. And I decided that it was something I really enjoyed. So um I got a job at Monmouth University for two okay. years after that, and then moved on to Georgia Southern. I was there for three seasons and then went to University of Alabama at Birmingham. Um, and then I've spent the last five seasons in Omaha at the University of Nebraska at Omaha. So um, obviously here, now I'm here in Little Rock, so yeah. really looking forward to the opportunity. So when you first started at Loyola in your first year because obviously you had just played there what was that adjustment like going from player to coach so soon and not only player to coach but player to coach of that same program so obviously I'm sure you were still friendly with a lot of the girls on the team I was yeah so that that was definitely a little bit of a tough transition um I was really only there for a spring season so mm. um I think it was good for me to kind of get that experience and you know I, I was very aware of of the you know, age gap or, or lack thereof. Mm. So that was something that was kind of always in the back of my mind. Even when I was at Monmouth, I was, I was still a really young coach. I was 22, 23 years old. So, um, definitely took a little bit of an adjustment to kind of recognize, you know, how I needed to, to be as a coach versus, you know, kind of having that friendly relationship with the players and, and mm. developing a level of respect. But, um, that was something that I, I realized pretty quickly. So, yeah. Um, did, did you did you feel that kind of like help though like being so young because obviously you're right there you're relatable you know girls might feel like because you're that same age and you just came from it they can you know kind of trust you more so you know how did you kind of did you learn to draw that line because I know early in my career I, I, I definitely struggled with that a little bit just because I coached at the, at the program that I played with so obviously I was friends with some of those guys so yeah you know how, how do you uh, how do you draw that line so early in your career yeah, I, I think it was something, you know, now that I look back on it, I, I probably almost went too far in the one direction yeah. where I, I decided that I need to be so like, I need to be so separate and so distant from them. Mm. And I, I tried to do, you know, everything in my power to kind of not be a friend and be a coach. And, gotcha. you know, I think as I got a little bit older, I, I've started to realize that players really value that relationship. And um, for me, maybe that was just being naive as a super young coach and, and thinking that I had to go so far in one direction. Um, but that's something that I certainly value now, you know, is, is having that relationship with my players. So, um, yeah, I think they still, they still felt a connection to me cause I was young. Mm -hmm. I, I played a lot <laughs> when right. I was a young coach. So, um, I had that going for me, but it was definitely a little bit of a learning curve. So talking about a learning curve. 
Did you or did you always know you wanted like when you got into coaching? Did you always want to be a head coach? Like after your first couple of years, let's say around moment, did you say you wanted to be a head coach? And when did that thought process kind of hit you? And how did you go about navigating the right steps to? So I guess now, how like how do you feel you were ready for the right job for this job? Yeah, um, I would say when I first started out, I wasn't really sure what I wanted. Um, you know, my time at Monmouth was really valuable because I did gain a lot of experience. So. Um, for me at that point, you know, I think I was kind of just thinking about what's the next step in my career. And, and for me, I went from being a second assistant to, you know, the top assistant at Georgia Southern. So I think it was probably at that point when I realized, you know, there are other steps for me going forward. And, and I think I'd like to be a head coach, but I think early on in my career, I was kind of just, you know, very focused on the here and now and trying to learn, um, soak in everything that I could, um, but I feel like kind of all of my stops, I've I've been quite a few places, obviously, in, in my career. So I feel like all of those have prepared me in different ways um, to get to this point. So, you know, after five years in Omaha, I kind of felt like I was ready to take the next step. And, and this opportunity came along and I couldn't be more excited. For sure. Um, so you, we spoke previously and it turns out you're not an East Coast girl because, I mean, you spent a year, a season at Loyola, too. I mean, you're, you're right at the beach at Monmouth. How are you going to leave the beach at Monmouth? to go to Georgia oh Southern. <laughs> so, but, um, where do you think, like when you're at Georgia Southern, you know, cause I'm sure I think for all coaches, they're always looking back and reflecting upon like past experiences, past, past sessions. So it's like, when you got to Georgia Southern, you know, where, where did you feel yourself grow the most? And then even, I guess into UAB and, uh, Omaha, you know, where do you feel yourself grow the most before taking this head coaching job? Yeah, um, I would say at Georgia Southern, that was probably when I got started to get a lot of experience actually on the field and coaching. You know, that yeah. wasn't necessarily my role at Monmouth, which was fine because I, I was really young and I was just trying to, like I said, get my feet wet and kind of right. gain that experience. Um, but I feel like at Georgia what, what Southern. What were your responsibilities at, at Monmouth? Sorry to interrupt. No, no, I was, um, you know, I was doing a lot more like logistical stuff. I, okay. I had played small parts in practice and, gotcha. and planning and whatnot, but you know, I, I wasn't the top assistant there. So that mm. wasn't necessarily my role. I was, I was kind of more of a support staff member in right. that sense, you know? Um, but I think at Georgia Southern, I, I really got a lot of, um, opportunity to, to really kind of take ownership of some different aspects of the program. I did a ton of recruiting, um, so I was, you know, had a lot of freedom in that sense to identify players and start to build some of those relationships and connections um, with clubs and club coaches and, you know, just players and kind right. of bringing in players um, that I felt like would help elevate the level of the program. Um, I got a lot more experience on the field, so I felt like that mm -hmm. kind of really helped me grow. Um, but I've been fortunate in that, you know, all of the coaches that I've worked for have really kind of helped empower me as a coach and, you know, give me a lot of responsibility and allow me to kind of, um, do things my way and help guide yeah. me when those things, you know, maybe don't go right or, you know, help support me when they do go right. So, you know, I've been really fortunate in the people that I've worked under. Yeah. How important was that to you when going to different jobs? Cause I think maybe sometimes we're not really thinking about that when you're just kind of thinking of the more of the logo than the actual people there. So, I mean, how important was the right head coach for you in that, in your development and into where you are now? Yeah. And, and even, I guess, moving from job to job. Yeah. So I probably have a little bit more of a, a unique path in kind of my assistant 
roles in the sense that I really didn't know any of the the people that I worked for, you know, prior to getting the position. So um, I think that's a little bit different because as you know, and as most coaches know, it, it's so much about relationships and right. you know, everyone knows everyone in the soccer world. Mm. And it kind of just worked out that I ended up working for um, four head coaches who I had no relationship with prior. So, um, you know, kind of like a good thing in hindsight, though, because it's like, it's just yeah. brand new beginnings. You don't want, you know, nobody, you know, you don't have the, whether somebody says something positive, something negative, you know, you don't, you have your own ability to, to formulate opinions, right? For sure. For sure. So, you know, I think it was a little bit of a different um, experience in that sense and that I was kind of going in blind, but, um, you know, all of the people that I've worked for have, have helped shape me in one way or another. Um, I spent the last five years, like I said, at Omaha and I've developed a great relationship with Tim Walters, the head coach there. And he's mm -hmm. been a fantastic mentor for me. So, you know, it kind of, it was one of those things where maybe you're taking a little risk and going in and not knowing the person, but it's right. worked out, you know, we're, we're great friends and he's someone who's really important in my coaching journey. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think, um, I think that's always an interesting, but yeah, cause it's like, it is so much about, you know, relationships and stuff in the soccer world. And I don't know. I just always feel like it is good though, to, to go somewhere new where you don't know anybody or any or anything about, you know, the coaching staff because that way it's like you can find out for yourself whether it's a, a good fit or, or a bad fit and um mm -hmm. and i think deep down too it's like if you hear someone tell you something about one about one thing it's like you're you know that's always going to be in your in your mind and i don't know so that's um that's really cool for you so as a new coach new pro or not a new program sorry but new coach your first time at coaching job um yeah. what have been some of the challenges so far and just because obviously you came in to kind of like after the spring season or at least like late in the spring season. So what, uh, what are some of the challenges you've been faced with so far? Yeah, I would say that's probably, that's probably been my biggest um, challenge, I guess, or yeah. hurdle to kind of overcome is that I haven't had an opportunity to work with the girls or, or really meet any of them face to face outside of my time when I was down here for my interview. So, um, you know, I've really been working on trying to connect with those girls and build relationships and, that sort of thing. But that's always a little bit more difficult when you're not doing it right. in a face-to-face -face environment and when our first session is going to be, you know, our first session of preseason. So right. um, I, I think that's going to be a little bit of a challenge, but I think it's, it's exciting. I think the girls are eager to get to work and eager to be mm -hmm. coached. And, you know, I think they're really ready to, to go into the fall season. Um, you know, I've been working on, on building the team and, and trying to add a couple of players who I think can impact the program right away. So I'm, sure. I'm hoping that <laughs> I'm yeah. doing a good job with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of been the biggest challenge I would say right now. Did COVID help with like your, so like now, because you haven't met any of them face to face, did COVID kind of help with how to adjust now? Cause essentially it's a similar feeling. I feel like where it's like, you're not be yeah. being able to meet with them. So it's like, did you learn anything from your past experiences of COVID in terms of connecting with players and in times where you can't see him face to face? I think so. I mean, I think everyone got a lot better at yeah. Zoom, right? <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess so. I guess um, so. Yeah, I haven't done done any like Zoom calls with them yet, but I think, yeah. you know, just trying to develop those, the ability to, to, to kind of just talk to people on the phone and, you know, text with them and, and stay connected when you can't physically, um, you know, be in the same place, I, I think was something that everyone probably got better at during COVID. Yeah. So. I'm hoping that's paying off this summer for me. Right. What do you think, um, you know, 
in terms of building relationships going off that too, it's like, you know, what are some, what are some of the ways that you kind of learn to build and connect with players? Cause obviously talking about Monmouth where you separated yourself and you sure. slowly grown. So it's like, what are some of the ways that you do kind of build relationships with players to let them know that you care and that you're there for them? And cause obviously mental health right now is, is such a, such a hot topic. It's you know, what are, what are some ways that you, that some things that you do well when, when connecting with players? Yeah, um, that's a great question. You know, I think the biggest thing is just making sure that the players know that you're there and that, you know, the that you can trust each other. You know, I think making sure mm -hmm. that that's kind of a mutual feeling is that, you know, I want to make sure that I can trust the players, but I want them to know that they can trust me and that they, they can always come to me. And, um, you know, if they need anything, whether it's soccer related or not, um, I feel like I have a proverbial kind of open door, even though yeah, you know, sure. you're not coming into my office. So just kind of um, building the trust in that way and making sure that they feel like, um, I'm here for them and, you know, I, I have their best interest at heart. What do you think? And this is something that like I try to do at least is when I, when I, wherever I've been and even when I talk to other coaches, like I try to take certain things that each coach has, has mentioned to me. So it's like, and to kind of formulate my own, my own methodology, if you will, it's like, what have, yeah. what are some important things that you think that you think you're going to bring to you or to, to your new team, to Little Rock as a, as a head coach that you've learned from the past? As far as like tactical? Like yeah, tactical off the field stuff. It's like, you know, what are, what are, do you, what do you think some of the, some of the biggest things that you've learned over the years were? Sorry, I'm just plugging in. My... <laughs> <You're fine. laughs> um, if I can find an outlet, hold on one second. Yeah. New, new office. I understand. It's hard to find the outlets. Got to, got to figure out where everything is. Yeah. My bad. I should have plugged that. No worries. There we go. We're good. Um, sorry about that. Yeah. So no I would say, you know, some of the biggest things that I just kind of touched on the one is just making sure that, you know, the players feel like you have a good relationship. It's, it's really important to make sure that, um, you know, they know that I'm here for them and that I have their best interest at heart. I think, one of the really valuable things about being a college coach is that obviously you get to impact the players on the field, but mm -hmm. you hope to also impact them off the field. And, and I always feel like it's so rewarding when you see your players graduate and go on and, and do kind of bigger and better things in the world, whether that's, you know, going on to play at the professional level or, you know, going to medical right. school or doing right. whatever, you know, the amazing things are that they go and do. So um, for me, that's that's kind of been something that I, I've really taken away from my journey is just making sure that the players, you know, that we have that kind of relationship. That's really important to me. Um, yeah. yeah, on the field, I, I feel like I've kind of learned something from everyone that I've worked with. And, um, you know, I, I've told a couple of people this, probably the biggest thing that I've taken away from my time at, at Omaha was just a little bit more of a respect for defending and, and making sure that we're super organized yeah. defensively and just, um, you know, as a player, it was certainly not my strength. It wasn't something that I particularly enjoyed. So I never <laughs> really kind of focused on it from a coaching perspective, but right. um, just making sure that, you know, everyone understands their roles on the field from a defensive standpoint and making sure that we're hard to break down is something that yeah. you know, I'm, I've certainly taken from my time at Omaha and I hope to, implement here at Little Rock. Kelly, defense wins championships. Everybody knows this. I know it does. I know it does. But I, I used to think that I could, that I could win like win the game 8-7 and, and right. that would be okay. 
<laughs> from from a goal because I'm a, obviously from the goalkeeper side of things. I you know I'm happy to hear that you're focused on the sure. defense part. <laughs> to me, it's underlooked everywhere, but um, mm-hmm. I'm a little biased in that sense. Of course. What's been one of the most rewarding things so far that you've felt you accomplished in your career? Ooh, good question. Um, I get a couple of good ones every every now and then. Yeah. You know, I think as a coach, I, I would probably say, um, you know, during my time at, at Omaha, we had kind of taken over a program that was struggling a little bit. You know, they had transitioned mm-hmm. not somewhat recently from Division Two, and and I think they were kind of struggling to be competitive at the Division One level. So for right. us, you know, we certainly had to change some things culture-wise and, and just kind of put our own spin on things in the program. Um, they had never made a conference tournament before. So for us, I think it was our second year we qualified for the conference tournament for the first oh, time. Awesome. Which was, yeah. It's four teams, four teams out of 10, I think. So it was really tough to make. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of a, a big deal. But then we ended up making the conference final that year as well. So it was, okay. you know, for me, that's probably one thing that I look back on. And I'm like, that was really cool. You know, that was, yeah, that was yeah. a really big achievement um, for the players and for the program. And it kind of set it as a benchmark where, that sort of became the expectation for the program. So it, gotcha. it kind of was one of those things that shifted the culture a little bit. You know, we were trying to it's change it. the culture in our own way, but it was something that their hard work kind of paid off and and really kind of changed the culture of the program yeah. at that point. What, what does culture mean to you? Because it's like, you know, it's, it's a big buzzword, but it, and everyone yeah. has their different culture. So it's like for you, new program, it's like, what's that quote unquote culture that, culture that you're trying to set? Yeah, I I definitely think it is a buzzword. You know, I think it's something that's super important and just making sure that you're developing developing a team identity that the players feel bought into is something that I think is really important. Um, You know, I I think a lot of people want to kind of be a coach and stand up in front of the room and be like, you know, this is who we are and and everyone follow me. But I feel like especially nowadays, like um, the players want to feel involved. They want to feel bought in and they're not just going to do something you know, necessarily because the coach says it. So I think making sure that it's a little bit more of a collaborative process and that when we're coming together to, to say, this is our team identity, you know, we're little rock soccer and this is who we are, that they really feel bought into that and that they really believe that, Um, you know, and I think the next step of that is just making sure that you're kind of living that every day, whether it's on the field or off the field, um, Mm -hmm. you know, that you're always doing things that are in the best interests of of the program and making sure that you're kind of living those values every day. It's, it's not necessarily enough to just write it up on the wall. You know, you see it when you go into the locker room and you don't really think about it after that, just making sure that it's really ingrained in the program and, and that it's something that's, that's definitely valued. For sure. Love that. I think, um, yeah, having the player kind of like a player-led approach is always always the way because obviously, like you said, you want them to believe in what what they're doing here and trying mm-hmm. to put a program around. So you like to, you like to that idea of building because um, going to Omaha talking about building a new new program and then taking over Little Rock too. It's like so is, is that is that kind of like your your mentality? It's like you want to kind of not start from the bottom, but like you know the mid to to lower and then kind of build up. Is that is that what you like or? Cause like, I'm sure you were looking, you could have been looking for other things, but you know, I like, I guess it's a competitive drive in, in a sense. Yeah. I mean, everyone, you would hope that if you're, you know, if you're working in college athletics, that you're a competitive person. Yeah, so, right. you know, I'm certainly a competitive person. I, I hate losing. I love winning. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, for me, you know, the experience at Omaha was was exciting because we kind of came into it with a little bit of an underdog mentality, and right. you know, we we always had we were always fighting for something. So yeah. um, here at Little Rock, they they've had a little bit of success. You know, mm-hmm. there's certainly some stuff to build on, but for me, we're we're moving into a new conference, so right. there's some excitement around that and just going into something that's a little bit unknown. Um, but I'm really excited about it. You know, I want to, I feel like you, you can't go in with super, super high expectations. Um, but I, I want to come in and I, I want to do really well right away. So mm-hmm. for me, the excitement is kind of, it's kind of built in excitement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You have a couple more months till we get going. Yeah, for sure. Um, underdog mentality. So did you always, did you, as a player, were you kind of like that? Were you kind of like the same way or is it cause it's like, I don't know. Some people lose it once they stop playing. They kind of lose that competitiveness and hunger, even if they are coaching. It's like, has that drive, that competitive underdog mentality drive, kind of fueled you as a player and into a coach, or did you did it kind of did you grow into it even more as a as a coach now? Um, I think it just changes a little bit. You know, yeah. I would say as a player, I'm still I'm still super competitive. You could ask any sure. of my players at home. <laughs> I, I hate losing, so even if I jump in as Right. A thirty-three-year-old, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm pissed when we lose. Yeah. Like, no, for sure, for sure. No one likes losing. It sucks. Hey, I've it's never seen anything like, like. I hadn't seen anything like that. It's my, I'm when I, when I was playing out again, a younger head coach, and he would get in and like, man, the intensity that he brought too. I was like, this is wild, which is awesome. But it's because yeah. like even like as a coach, you know, it's it's still fun to see it. Um, when you jump in, you still have that competitive drive as a coach. That that is awesome. For sure. Yeah. So I, I think it just kind of evolves, you know, you, you were, I guess you're competitive in a different way. Cause it's not, yeah. it's not about you, you know, it's about the team at that point. So it's, you're trying to, you're trying to get other people to compete for you and for the program. Right. So I think it kind of is just a little bit of a different um, perspective on it, but I don't think it really changes, you know? So this breaking news, first day of preseason, you're going to come up boots laced ready to go and say hey you got to beat me in the fitness test or are we doing it again is that, is that what's gonna no be? We're gonna i'm say? gonna have to work on my fitness if that's the case uh, <laughs> that's the worst part about not playing right you you know you don't have to to work you don't have to work on the fitness anymore yeah, for sure um it's also why i play goalkeeper but that's besides the point um no so that's awesome um so as we kind of begin to wrap up here and question i'm curious in too is um when you're ever after each program, because obviously you've been in a few, um, you know, when you, if, when, whatever you live, leave Little Rock in the past programs too, what, um, what's the kind of legacy and that you have wanted to leave behind and that you want to leave behind with your current players now? Yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, simply put, probably I, I would want to just say that I, I've left the program better than I found it. You know, I feel like I've tried to do that at every place that I've been. You know, I think we did that at Georgia Southern. I think, you know, in in a way we kind of changed some things at UAB in the short time that I was there. And, you know, Omaha, I I certainly felt like I I left the program a lot better than I found it. So I would say that's probably the the most simple thing. But then obviously, you know, you want to make sure that you're you're impacting your players in a positive way. You know, like I said, as as players and as people and. Um, you know, just making sure that you're making a positive impact on the program. Sure. I love it. I love it. Well, Kelly, I appreciate you taking the time with, uh, yeah, to join me, especially on your first me. day in the office. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I feel honored. Um, but yeah. again, no, thank you so much. I appreciate it. 
Okay, thanks.